We are back with yet another episode of the Dirty Lonely Laundry Game Worn Hockey Podcast. Uh, thanks again for everybody that that uh, watched, uh, either watched or listened to uh, the interview with Chad O'Neill. We had a ball with that, and the the amount of stuff that we talked off the air was it was just as insane. Uh, Paul and Wade joining me this evening, gentlemen. How we doing? Awesome. Uh, doing well out here. We're gonna we're gonna get into the out here of your area here in, in just a second, Paul. But wanted to uh, to make the announcement. Of course, if anybody didn't see it on social media, My Gray's 18th annual Game Worn Jersey Expo uh, coming Saturday, August the 12th, nine to four at the uh, Raritan Valley Community College Conference Center in North Branch, New Jersey. Three minutes from My Gray's offices, as they put. You can book a room at the Hyatt House. Branchburg. Uh, if you go on my Gray's page, the, all the information's out there. Dealer tables start at 250. Get a hold of Stu. Uh, he's kind of heading that up to request a table. Um, it's, that's one of the events that's on my long-term list that I want to go just to walk through my Gray's warehouse. It, it, yeah, I definitely want to. We should go. May have to see if we can pull that off. See what see what happens. But yeah, that's the biggest expo and um, that I'm aware of right now. I haven't seen. Any, and we're going to talk about San Jose Sharks in a minute. I haven't seen any other um, team sales that that I remember being announced. I think one or two may have happened, but they were pretty low key ones. I know Arizona just did one uh, within the last few weeks, but I didn't see pretty much any social media stuff on it about it all. But maybe it's because it's Arizona. I saw the Canadians are doing them in like pieces, and I think they just did like an auction with probably 20 or 25 different jerseys in it um, that just closed a couple days ago. And uh, I saw that one. So that was, but that was online again. No, no, like besides the fact that I get like a text message on it, there was no, mm -hmm. no publication of it. So. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. I'll start putting them out too, as we see them on the, the dirty laundry uh, hockey podcast, Facebook page. So people aren't, I know all the, the game war groups do share those, but I'll make sure to put them out as well. So Paul, you had one on Sunday. Yes, we did. We had the um, shark sale. And, and you took, and we'll, once this is posted, I'll share the link. Uh, anybody that's not seen it, Paul got in early uh, as, as the sharks let him to take pictures of the setups and all that stuff. And that by itself, just that documentation, holy hell. That, it's amazing to see the before with nobody in the rooms, um, just, just be able to look over the whole thing. It's, it's a beautiful sight. Yes, it is. And this year I got in a, a little bit earlier in terms of how their setup was going. Because if you can see some of the earlier photos in it, there's not everything set up. There's just like boxes everywhere. They're rapidly trying to get stuff up on tables. Um, the Sharks equipment sales a little bit, uh, the last two, three years, it's been a little bit different in the fact that half of the room is basically, well, half the concourse I should say <laughs> is game used you know jerseys gear um, basically no used stuff and there's a large area which is just um, t-shirts and stuff um, is it is it stuff out of their their shop or is it the like the giveaway things that they do um, mostly I, mostly stuff out of the shop I know in past years they did like bobbleheads and all that and I honestly don't remember saying that and honestly i probably would have looked over it because don't care uh, yeah not your stuff. thing <laughs> more Please. more important things and now that's both the sharks and the barracuda correct that is correct um and this year in terms of jerseys um the barracuda had not every player available but a lot of the black jerseys um the white ones and only two of the steel um, the silverish type ones were available. And I saw a, a picture actually on Reddit. Somebody had posted they went to the sale and got one of those. And those that steel-looking one is sharp. Wow. Yes. Yeah, they only had two of those. And I don't know the logic if they were trying to recycle them for next year. I heard that uh, they had trouble getting them from CCM. And they were supposed to be getting more. And that box was lost by UPS or FedEx. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true, but yes. But they've got time before the next season to get them. So that, yeah, I guess teams do weird stuff as we know. Yeah. Yes. So 
they they really section off the areas. I'm assuming it goalie, player, sticks, helmets, all that kind of stuff, and the jerseys in one area. Uh, correct. So um, yeah, I can't remember. If I, I might have some overhead shots of that in this year's photos, but um, yeah, when you come in, all the jerseys are to the left and in the back. Uh, what was it? Probably like five or six racks this year. It wasn't as many jerseys as past years, partially because um, the set one jerseys were sold at the games, at the kiosk. And just what didn't sell that was still there. You know, so the reverse retros were sold at the kiosk earlier. There were probably less than 10 of them at the sale. Um, and then set two, yeah, most of those were there. Um, the Barracuda, as I said, they just had really the two sets and not every player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I care about, the Bordello jerseys weren't there from the Cuda. Um, oh, and then also past year's jerseys they had the, from the, like the past two years or so, whatever was left over from those sales. And unfortunately, they, at least for the 21-22 jerseys, those still had the old price tags on them. So I don't think they sold too many of those. <laughs> You'd think they, they would have updated those. No discounts on the older stuff, huh? Not, uh, no. They didn't get around to repricing them, so they just had them out of that. It looked like some of the stuff from before that was discounted a little bit. But we're basically looking at 500 or 400 for a game-issued Sharks. And then gamers start at about 700 and go up to 1,500, plus tax. Wow. You know. But fifteen hundred is a steal for a star player. I mean, you know. Yeah, I, um, the the Carlsons were fifteen hundred. Those were behind the counter, and I think yeah. they had four four to six of them this sale. Timo Meyer and stuff like that. Yeah, Timo. There was only one jersey of his, and I I didn't see it um, on the racks or anything. But then I saw someone walking around with it later. Um, I think Hurdles about eleven or twelve hundred. Couture, I think, was thirteen hundred with the C. Um, Those are good prices. Yeah, I, I somebody mean, holding up uh, Gregor's jersey. Was somebody excited to get to get that? Yes, that, yeah, yes. He's yeah, Gregor um, collector. He was able to get the his hat trick jersey from this past season, and yeah, I, I can't. I mean, I, I'm thinking jerseys of his caliber. They they're like seven eight hundred. To 900 each so i mean I, that, that's the one difference between how the sharks do it now and how they used to the lower end players used to be three to four hundred and now they're six to eight hundred is it is it just because they've realized the the market is hot for that stuff or because the, the i mean in all reality the the cost of them for the jerseys hasn't gone up i mean they pay let's say it's I think it's two twenty five. At least what the Blues put on their tax thing. I think it's like two, either two twenty nine or two forty nine a jersey is what their value or their cost is, and then anything above that is is you can write that off. So there has been a change. Um, you go back three four years. Well, if you go back five or six years at least, it was just the Sharks selling it, and it was the Sharks and the Sharks Foundation, the charity branch of the Sharks. So um, the, shark, the foundation got a certain percentage of all the sales. Sales tax was included in the price. And that, that, that's when we saw some really, really attractive prices, you know, uh, especially on the older stuff, which they were clearing out. Uh, yeah, because you, you don't want to keep storing that stuff every season. It, exactly. So then after that, Fanatics came in and they were getting a set or so a year and it's still the Sharks. That The Fanatics contract ended two, three years ago, and Amarok, however you say the name, I know I'm mispronouncing it, the people who do the food and stuff for uh, arenas, mm-hmm. they took over the jersey contract and the gear and everything. Wow, that's uh, so kind of the, a different setup. Yes, so the equipment sale is run by the people who run the Sharks Pro Shop, the Sharks, um, what, what, the, the store in the arena, whatever okay. that's called. And they also have all the, everything from the locker room, basically. So they're more 
And I do not believe the Sharks Foundation gets a cut of anything now from this sale. Huh. I could be wrong on that. It's my understanding. So, yes, so prices are higher because they're a for-profit organization trying to make money off of this. And I know the, the Sharks... Well, I'm not exactly sure of the pricing, I should say, from the Sharks. But my understanding is they're, they're getting it more a little bit more attractive pricing now. For That's what I heard. Could be wrong. So we might see a little bit improvement at the lower end stuff later on. But, you know, since th these are also the people who sell the replicas and the authentic jerseys and stuff at the games, they want to make sure the price point of a gamer is higher than a authentic which makes, I sense. Guess makes yeah, sense. I mean, I can argue that both ways, though, because if you're buying an authentic of Carlson, I mean, you're going to pay fifteen hundred to 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 get the the gamer. But if if it's a low end guy, one, you're not going to find that in the pro shop unless you have it made. And two, most people, I mean, yeah, you might have some fans that like that player, but overall, nobody's going to give a damn. I mean, Wade, look at, at some of the blues players, the lower end guys. Those yeah. are three and four hundred dollar jerseys all day long. That's yeah. that's kind of my price point for the. It's called the I average. Think the, guy. I think that the difference there is, I think they're trying to. I mean, because the jerseys that you buy in the team store are not the same quality as oh, an online. They jersey. suck. <laughs> and I think they're trying to protect the integrity of that price point. So I mean, if it's a business thing, I get it. Um, but the, you know, the casual fan of the eighteen thousand people that attend every Sharks game or every anybody game, you know, the amount of them that are in the know of like what a value is on whatever. Um, I think it's pretty, pretty light. And I think you can see that by all the, I shouldn't say it like this, but all the idiots that run around in the China jerseys around all the stadiums. And that sounds so bad and kind of arrogant as a collector, but like, you know, I think we all play as collectors. We all play that game of like, when you go to a, when you go to a game, you, you find yourself like giggling at, some of the stuff you see. How, yeah, how far wearing. away can you spot that that's a fake oh, jersey? I think my favorite is like one of the blues pages or like, and even one of the NHL pages, you get these people that post like, oh my God, look at this awesome jersey that I got for $45 from, you know, and you're like, oh my God, the color, it, nothing looks right on it. Like, what do you like? Now flip it inside you out. You'll see everything's yeah. stitched all screwy. I mean, for me, it's like one of those things, like if you're a fan, like wouldn't you want to spend the 150 at the team store, get one that, is at least some type of quality and your pleasure supporting the organization. It'll, it'll hold up after a wash too, for that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, some of them are just hilarious and, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't name calls. So for that, I apologize, but you know, I mean, it, it is a uh, knockoffs are one of those things. And I understand some people don't have the deep pockets, but, sure. but know where that money's going. No, it's not Absolutely. licensed and expect, honestly, I say expect to get made fun of because of quality. Yeah. I mean, I have seen some, the knockoffs that come from certain warehouses or whatever oh, there, are very good looking. Others, yeah. yeah, God's sakes, don't breathe on it. It's going to fall apart. I think some of my favorites for a while, if you remember when the, they, I remember the Blues Arch third jersey. Yes. Remember the whole run of those where like the yellow was actually orange? Yeah. So, like, there's, <laughs> there's like those things, like I still see one of those occasionally in the game. I mean, those things are probably 10 years old now and how they've survived. I have no idea, but like maybe they just busted out for their one game a year, but they're like, none of the colors. Are and it's, it's so often because the, the, the guys that are, are faking those are pulling pictures off the internet <laughs> trying to yeah. guess. And yeah, and it's bad. So um, Paul, but besides, and, and the, jer I mean, overall the Jersey pricing, I say is fair. It seems uh, again, a tad high, but of course we're mid Wade and I being Midwesterners with St. Louis kind of know where, where their price points are. How's yeah. the, the price points and the, the collectability of the helmets and things like that. Well, before we move to the helmets, I should make one final comment on the jerseys. Uh, one thing this year, all the jerseys for the sharks were new. It's a new wave design. Uh, you know, the, first year style mm -hmm. so you know people some people want them just for to get oh, the sure. style same thing with the barracuda the barracuda switched all their jerseys this past year um from the old i mean total new design new colors everything super nice price points were not you know for ahl i thought was not good you know six seven hundred a jersey 
damn. When in the past, last year they were three to five hundred. And see, that's where I'm comfortable at for for AHL is is, and I understand. Okay, new design, everybody's gonna want it, but yeah, that did they sell well? Uh, about half the Kudas sold. It looked like. And, and I'm you know, assuming I was in past years them. they probably went went more of them went. Yeah, last year they, well, more of them went during the sale, and then throughout the year they've been selling them. You know, in the team shop at the new rink mm-hmm. so that there were there are not many from last year left i think or the years before they had those at the sale and i think there were like less than five of those left now wow which is really good but you were asking about helmets and other items like that they did have a good number of barracuda helmets uh with the marchment sticker on the back they had um, they had those just the white ones I think some of the black ones. They did not have any of the teal Barracuda helmets, and you know those are priced anywhere from 100 to 150. I think. Okay. Yeah. Which, so which is you know very, very good. And now the sharks. I saw very few helmets with the Marchment sticker on them, uh, and I you know I I, I didn't. Now, did it. they wear the Marchment sticker the entire season? Yes. Okay. Tire this year. Because I've seen the like the blues with with some of the ones they've sold where let's say it was a playoff one. I went looking because there were some obvious marks on a few and traced that back into the regular season and stickers were changed. So oh, it had a, had a regular season sticker on it early on. And then they put the playoff sticker on the back of the helmet and it had the back sticker had been changed to that. So I was curious if the sharks did the same, but if they, if they carried that the whole year, that makes me, that raises a few questions that maybe. Yeah. Why, they, why would they pull them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, why would, yeah, well, why would you take off the Marchman sticker, I guess, yeah. to, and switch to something else? But when you say um, they had a lot of new helmets from the 21 22 season available, but not nearly as many from 22 23. They, the cool teal helmets, they only had two there. Uh, they had a Timo, which a local collector picked up, and then, um, I can't remember who the other helmet was, but someone who worked there picked that up. Mm-hmm. And that was it on teal helmets. On gloves, they probably had less five to 10 pairs at most of the teal gloves, the, the new style like that. And then lots of the black, you know, the older black gloves, mm-hmm. reverse retro gloves that have been selling at the kiosk and there were none available at the sale. Um, someone might correct me and find one in one of my photos, but I don't remember seeing one. Um, so I, I mean, do you think, I mean, as, as somebody who got used to them doing it, it sounds like primarily as at the, the sale was your only opportunity previously, or, or the majority of the opportunity was at the sale. Do you think it's better or worse that they started to use the kiosk? I mean, for collectors, I mean, do you think that's broadened it or has it made it worse for you because like now more stuff's getting out to other people or do you think it's helped? justify or satisfy people's collecting once well i still think it's the same group of core collectors which are buying a lot at the sale and a lot from the kiosk i I think it's basically just spreading it out when you're getting the large bills on it Mm -hmm. and i i think some jerseys sold at the kiosk because they were like trickling them out to do like 10 to 12 maybe up to 15 of that style at night and no one knew what else was coming out sure so if someone wanted a set one teal they might have bought a player they didn't want quite as much you know just to get it whereas at the sale it's uh everything got picked over you know you you had the choice of whatever was available which carolina just beat uh the devils (sighs) wow yeah, I'm sorry. I was just watching the game. No, I see nothing wrong with that. But it's just, it's these whole playoffs have just been uh, Crazy. insane. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, though. I oh just, no, no worries. I was hoping to see Luke play a little bit longer. But. Yeah, I would. I was too. I kind of I, I like the the youth movement there in in New Jersey. I think it's fun. Um, great interviews. They're fun kids. You know. Oh yes. 
No, I, I think I was just curious, you know, because I think, I mean, as a blues collector, I wonder what it would look like if the blues started doing that. I mean, for me, I think it would be terrible. Um, it would like almost, <laughs> I don't know, it would almost force you to become like a season ticket holder or have somebody going every game. Doc, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. You I, know, I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. I don't think I, I couldn't see them going that route. But I do think that I, I think I mean they're doing the kiosk thing a couple times a year to clear out some stuff. So I mean, who knows? And they I think they're very comfortable with their auctions, the give smart stuff. And I think as long as that stuff is um, based in a uh, uh, a donation type of organization, I don't think it'll change. But well, um, I, I was just curious, Paul, how how you felt about it because for me it would be like really frustrating if all of a sudden I'm like, you know, a game I'm not attending or I get too late from work and I walk in and there's like four guys I know who've posted in the, on one of the pages, like, Holy cow showed up at the game. And I just grabbed up, you know, four jerseys for, you know, and you doc, you being out of time, you'd probably be the same way. You'd be like, Oh God, you know, yep. I, can't believe I, I can't believe I missed, you know? Um, yeah. We get a little bit of heads up when there's not always, but some of the times, but you know, they post up, uh, because the Sharks Pro Shop, which is running the kiosk, so they'll put something on their Instagram or on their Facebook group, and word spreads quickly. Sure. <laughs> and the world of social media, funny how that seems to do that. Especially within the group of collectors, you know, which you know, for Sharks collectors out here, it's not a huge group. Sure. You know I mean? And most of us know everyone, so um, it, it's like when the reverse retro jerseys came out. Was I, yeah, I was out of town for the set of those. So friends helped me out with that. Thank you. And uh, it was just, I mean, they posted it, I believe, on, yeah, Instagram or whatever first. And once word of that got out, you know, everyone knew they were going to have those, which was helpful. So you're not, you know, surprised there. But, yeah. you know. Hey, now, did they bring out the entire set at once? No. Okay. So just, yeah. just 10 or 12-ish? Yeah. Yes, and, and then just kept cycling through them, uh, and it took a while to go through all of them. And eventually, you know, there were, like I said, there were less than ten at the sale this time that were left from that. And they're, I think they're beautiful cool. jerseys, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. That see that seal style jersey is gorgeous. Just absolutely. Yeah, no, and they've been selling like I said the gloves and stuff at the kiosk so the, there were like no the reverse retro gloves so there were none of those at the sale and so, probably a, uh getting up probably a, i think and i have to go look at the pictures again uh crap ton of sticks oh, every yeah. team just has piles and piles of those skates uh you helped me out with with a pair of goalie skates not because i collect it because because i know uh arendelle fits me pretty well uh so so thank you there um and thanks and, aaron some oddball stuff. Um, like I saw the skate mats. Some teams use those. Some teams don't, which I find is, is kind of interesting. The skate soakers are always a fun one. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was happy. I picked up some soakers and it's actually use them and uh, the skate mats. They went fairly fast. You know, it's um, I'm assuming uh, they weren't very expensive. I think the mats were 25 or 30. Yeah. See, that's, I'd pick one up at that price all day long. The yeah. blues, the, to my knowledge, I've never seen them used anywhere, so I don't believe they do. Like, I'm one of the guys, too, when I go in, besides the jerseys um, and if there's any gear I need, I like, like, the toiletry bags, skate mats if they have them, laundry bags, things like that. Um, just some of the other stuff I can use. Uh -oh. that's from an earlier sale, so I, I have nice. enough mats yep. and stuff out, down, out here, so it's, yeah, sorry, had a now, if you, I'm curious too because I can't remember who the Sharks got in trades and stuff this year. Um, but I've always seen at the Blue Sale, you see guys that we picked up late in the season, their other team equipment shows up at the sale be it a team bag, gloves, um, stuff that matches their former team. Did you notice much of that in, in yours? Shockingly, not this year. Uh, in the past, I've seen quite a bit of that. Mm -hmm. uh, especially in terms of gloves, um, equipment bags, which they didn't have as many of this year. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I've, I've picked up an Adirondack Flames bag 
a uh, Columbus Blue Jackets bag and a few others at the shark sale in the past from, you know, players who came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this year I really don't remember um, seeing much. Um, we've had Tampa Bay pants at, at the sale. Yeah. Yeah. This year it's. No, and it's not, funny to find that stuff. Cause you immediately know whose they are, even if it's yeah, not yeah. marked. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing Maybe. like that. At least that I noticed this year. It was, um, you know, even though it's the sales from what eleven till eight, it seems to go by so quickly, and it's such a hectic day. And okay, and I guess I'll ask that question with with that as as what time did you get there and what time did you leave? I got there about seven thirty to you know hang out with some friends in line, which was mm-hmm. really nice. Oh yeah, that's one of the parts that we love too is catching up with people that we haven't seen since last sale. Yeah. Well, a lot of these people we see all the time too. But oh yeah, yeah, like, at yeah. games or other events for sure. Yeah, or stuff going on in the summer. So there's some good friends there, and, and and that was fun. So and then I went in about ten to start shooting. The doors opened at eleven. This year it was a little bit different how they did doors, and I know some people. Well, it sounded like a good idea at first. So people were getting in lines probably starting about seven, maybe give or take 10, 15 minutes. And at 11, Sharks 365, which is the fancy name for season ticket holders, we're supposed to get in. Barracuda season ticket holders, employees, ownership, um, and, and oh, suite holders, and, and some other groups. So I, I'm guessing at about like 1045 or so, they started splitting up the groups. So they had a super long line, Sharks 365 line for Sharks 365 people, much shorter one for um, the Barracuda season ticket holders, another line for employees and stuff. It, and even though some people in these lines at the front arrived at say like 1030, 1045. They're getting they were, moved to the front. Yeah, they were moved to the front of that line. And then instead of letting all the groups in at the same time they let the employees in first and then the sharks 365 people shortly after that with the cuda season ticket holders now the cuda line was much shorter so people were going from the sharks 365 line to the cuda line my understanding is they weren't carefully checking ids or stuff at all so it was kind of uh, free for all getting mm-hmm. in. And I know some people who were there at, you know, seven, 8 AM were a little bit pissed off about it. You know, I, I don't blame them. It's happened to us. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, they bring in, we're in line up front and then they bring in the, the staff or whatever comes in a different way. And then half the stuff you've scoped out is all gone. The worst is when you see them walking through the kiosk, like holding something that you like. Yep. And you're like, like you know, on. that was the only one of that. Yeah, you're like, come on. Um, they did the same thing with the doors the one year. I know the one that I, I swear I thought somebody was going to die the one year that they did it on the the ice. Uh, God, coming you know, down the, the, the everybody, yeah, people were running down, running down the the, the stairs and stuff. Imagine and coming like, oh. from mid level uh, of of any arena, mid level, and then rushing down all the stairs from on the ice. On a, sure, on a yeah. pitch, yeah, all the way to the ice. Or, oh, ice so funny. I was waiting for somebody to die. I remember being like, oh, God, somebody's falling. Yeah, yep. awesome. Go tumbling <laughs> down the stairs. The Sharks did that in 2015. They actually did it uh, on the ice floor, too. That's yeah. the year they had the um, outdoor game. Okay. And um, they, they had the packages and stuff there. Half the, half the rink, I guess we could call it, then was game-worn stuff. The other half was just... Um, souvenirs you know yeah. t-shirts whatever and the blues uh, seem to jump most time it's in the it's in the the um, concourse anymore um we'll see what they do what they do again this year so any and we'll get into one story in a minute but, but before we get to that one any weird stuff or oddball stuff you saw paul that i saw not nothing to nothing that i really hadn't seen at past sales uh it's um 
No, not, not, nothing really unique. I mean, we can talk about what Logan found. Yep, you know? and and I'll let I'll let you handle that one because uh, because you have the the deepest knowledge on it. Uh, I did see the post about. It. I was like, holy crap! And yeah. it shows though that that the teams when they chuck that stuff out there, and we talked about finding weird stuff in bags and things like that. That they don't really look. They just throw it in a pile and out it goes. Yeah, or, or finding a mouth guard and a helmet, you know, which yep. has been done before, something tucked into a glove. Or guys will get the the hoodies and find stuff the players left in the pocket. Oh, yes. Um, that, that I have done before. And matter of fact, one of my favorites, I won't say the player, though, but I got a Michigan bag and I, you know, checked the pockets on top. There were notes from the coaches <laughs> written in there, you know, so it's just, you know, kind of, you know, cool. You know, a little bit a of connection to that player, though. Yeah, I'm sorry, sure. it's a connection to that player. Plus, yes. you can know if he was playing well with those notes or not. Yes, putting yeah. on what was said. Yeah, no, I, 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 I you know, thought that was kind of cool, but uh, th cool. this was one of the more unusual ones. Uh, everyone, um, most sales, I have the laundry bags. You know, the thing you little fishnet type things, you numbers on them for the players and all that. And Logan found, found two of them, a Eric Carlson and a Kevin LeBanc bag, and they included a bunch of their stuff in it still. The Carlson bag had two short sleeve um, T-shirts. One of them he matched to uh, EK65 wearing it in the locker room, I think at the All-Star game. Wow. A pair of long johns. I'm reading this off a list. A pair of Lulu shorts a pair of long so socks and a pair of no-show sho socks. That's what um, he found in um, Carlson's bag. In the Banks bag, I have no idea how all this fit in there. Four pairs of boxers, one, pa uh, one pair of long johns, five long sleeve shirts, two pairs of Lulu shorts, one pair of long socks. Wow. <laughs> and, and, um, how much were the bags? Uh, I think there were three bucks. That's that's <laughs> phenomenal, and yeah. the fact that that's what they charge you for. And I guess, and and I saw the post, but I didn't read it deeply enough. Did he say when he picked it up, he realized all that was in there, or once he opened it up later? Well, he knew when he, he got it up front. It. So, and, and sometimes it's just I've seen it where there's a bag with other bags in them, which they just had it, which got thrown in together. For sure, I've never seen a bag with that much stuff and that was actually left in there so they charged them the three bucks for each of them he and, got us uh, they got a home run. deal yes yeah, yeah. i yeah. don't think they wanted the stuff in it so maybe besides that t-shirt but they being the sharks yeah the yeah. it's interesting though if that that uh if he matched that shirt to the all-star game did did carlson keep wearing it or was the laundry from the all-star game and then got chucked off to the side somewhere or Lauren again after that. Yeah, who? Um, you're right. And I'm pretty sure it was the, uh, in the locker room in the All-Star game. I could. Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately don't have it in front of me. Yeah, but, and I didn't get a chance to reach out. I didn't think to reach out beforehand to get a little more information on that. But that's funny. Check yeah. those things yeah. when you go to sales. Because a lot of teams, I've gotten Blues laundry bags. And, and again, it's pretty obvious to tell something's in it if if it is. Because some of the ones I buy have like a, there's a big Velcro loop. You just loop around the top to not to tie it up. And then you, I even, that's how I wash my gear is, is all my under stuff is chuck that in the washing machine and it's no big deal. Exactly. So. But it's easy to notice that, but that's, that's funny that I guess the locker room people getting ready for sale just didn't give a damn or figured, eh, whatever, no big deal. Yeah. It's, I have no idea how it got caught in there. It's, um, it's great. Uh, I didn't ask if it was washed or not. I don't want to know. I um... <laughs> is it is it is there game use? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't pair, that either. Smell, smell test on the boxers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. No. <laughs> that's again. That's those crazy stories that that'll crop up, and and I bet there'll be some other weird stories from sales of this year people finding something i mean we've had the ones and i maybe have been in one case but the sharks where the the uh recorder tag in the neck was still in the jersey i know a few of those have hit market where people picked them up from the team and they never took them out i really want the, one of those. i think it's more of at the end of the year that i've seen that happen yeah i 
the jerseys I picked up, I have not seen. Yeah, none of them have that. I've got to remind me to check for that next year. Yeah. Well, look, uh, if the Blues have have gamers at, at the equipment sale, I know we'll look for that. Yeah. It's just one of those weird things is, yeah, you're not going to be able to do anything with it, but it's cool to have that piece and know it's been on the ice with the jersey. I'd like to have one of those for my collection, just to have one. I, I think there's a handful of them out there. I don't know how many, but I've seen several posted. Less, Call it less than 10 for yeah. sure. But I wonder what somebody would ask for one of those like for sale. If you have one, leave a comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm price, curious please. to hear. Um, but it's I, I'm glad to say it went well. Other than the the letting in of people, there didn't seem like again following the San Jose uh, group on this and stuff. I didn't see a lot of complaints from what I read. There yeah, wasn't no, even I, a lot of people posting what they got, which maybe is or isn't unusual. But usually we see like in our blues group after people go, hey, here's all the stuff I found kind of deal. I'll be posting some stuff soon. It's just been catching up on everything. Oh, sure. Recovery is a big part of that. But I'm glad it went well. Again, uh, once this is um, posted, of course, if you're listening to it, you already see the link. But when we post this out, there'll be the link to, to your photos. And, and I went through and just was blown away seeing the setup, the quantity of stuff, the honestly, really the quality of stuff and, and just the high volume. Like I said, I, sometimes I go and look for the, the, the weirder stuff is the, the toiletry bags, or they sometimes call them tape bags as they have the player's name or number on them or um, some of those, cause some of those things aren't expensive, but it's still a connection to that player. Just like the Carlson laundry bag, three bucks, but one, you end up with some really cool stuff. But even if you just get the bag, it's still Carlson's. Yeah, no, that, that's true. One thing, I guess, which was unique this year, and these came out late. We went, uh, they probably came out at four o'clock. For the Marla retirement ceremony, they had all this, I don't know what you call it, signage and stuff up. They were selling that starting at like four o'clock. This, um, just giant, well, big circles with Marlowe on it and 12. Uh, they did that with Pronger as well. Yes. Uh, so similar to that. And um, that, that just came out about 4 o'clock. They took it. I don't know why it wasn't out earlier, but some of that. Yeah, sold. that seems kind of odd. You'd think that'd be something you would put out early because that, yeah. would, that would be a hot item, especially if you were at that event. Yes. Yeah. Which I mean, all most season ticket holders did go to that. Sure. Doc, didn't they? They did that with Pronger. They sold some of those like stand-up pieces. I, I forgot where they sold them. Do you remember that? It was either in one of the auctions or somewhere, but those did pop up for sale. Yeah, I, I think it was in there in the online auction, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. It's those those weird pieces like that um, that are just kind of oddball. But it's a it's again it's a connection to an event or an or yeah, they sure. don't sometimes take up a lot of room, but it's a cool, neat piece to to one of the team special events. Yeah, for some sure. of them take up a lot of room. <laughs> yeah, so the yeah. the big big stuff they they yeah. for sure do. There's a guy on Marketplace who's got a uh, turnstile from the old arena. Oh wow! Yeah, and I'm like, cool. part of me wants to like buy it, and then the other part of me is like, what the heck am I going to do with a turnstile? You <laughs> like, put it just inside your front door after you open your door, yeah. you walk through it. Somebody comes in, yeah. I mean that's. That's what I'm like, what am I going to, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to, I might end up buying the darn thing. I mean, it's like, I've already got two sets of seats in the, in the basement, you know, one from the Savis and, you know, I've got them like, I've got one of the big signs for the, the section markers. I mean, at this point, why shouldn't I, but. Sure. Yeah. I've got a friend of mine that has two board sections. They turn into a bar. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. From the original arena. Yeah. Um. Kennedy, we didn't talk about doing this as a topic, but what did you guys think of the uh, the draft lottery, the Connor Bedard? Um, do you guys think the fix was in? Not, I don't, only because I follow, uh, and, and not plugging any particular podcast but ours, but <laughs> I follow Daily Faceoff, and uh, um, Jason Greger, speaking of tied to the Sharks, it's his nephew that plays, um, was in the room sequestered during the whole thing didn't let him have cell phones anything but he watched the whole event and talked about it 
on Daily Faceoff the next day and, and said, yes, the NHL screwed up the production, but it happened how they said it did. Because they knew, the, the NHL knew, what, an hour, hour and a half before the actual thing, but they didn't flip the card right and, and what's-his-name screwed up saying Columbus yeah, doing that, but said it had already been done. It was legit. So it was done how, though, is my question. Is there like a draw that they do, or is it on? I mean, it just you can, the so videos on NHL.com now to basically watch how they do the whole lottery oh, balls in there from inside the room. Just, Some people I mean, are saying next year, do it live. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you do it live? It would take away all the guesswork. I mean, they're timing, so I think, convenient. because it takes forever. Yeah, yeah, it seems so to. convenient that, it, that he ended up in Chicago, which is a franchise that just needed, you know, needed that rejuvenation so much um so much more than you know columbus which is a you know mid-major market you know and then you know anaheim's already got kind of a couple budding superstars um just see you know here i'm not saying it's fixed i'm not i'm not going down that that whole thing but you know i think that for posterity the best thing for the nhl to do is somehow draw that thing live on tv you know uh, and you could do it look as a, a live better. stream. You don't need to tie up TNT, TV. Yeah, yeah, just do a live. I mean, somehow. Do the somehow production I'll... via live stream instead yeah. and post it somewhere. Oh, for sure. I agree. I agree. I mean, here, if you're going to do the production thing, whatever, that's great. You know, but at least have a video of them pulling that number out of a out of a thing, you know. I just um, wish the Blues would have moved up from, from 10th 10. down lower. But it is, you know, it is what it is. You know, here, I mean, going back to our our focus here, I mean, geez, what's a Connor Bedard jersey going to be next year? I mean, and how many is he? Well, and with the Hawks, them very piecemeal selling stuff. Yeah. Um, how crazy is that going to be? Like, God, uh, so Sean that move helps move some of that stuff up there. Yeah. Um, what's his name? I think it's Sean. Not is it Sean? Uh, it's Sullivan. Yeah. Um, it's think uh-huh. about think about what the prices on one of those is going to be. She's untouchable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and how many will be worn? For sure. You know, we're discovering that even 10 years later or whatever with the Eric Johnsons, finding out yep. how many that, that, you know, he was a number one pick. And it's not, from the looks of things, it looks like he probably wore 25 jerseys that year, you know? Um, yeah. Especially at the very beginning, it seems like they were trying to trying to let him wear one, one a game for a while. Or one, one each period at, at yeah, times. Yeah. Crazy is, stuff. Yep. I mean, and in San Jose, I mean, you know, Paul – well, you know, if you guys got the, if you guys would have gotten Connor, but I mean, what's a jersey like that go for? Twenty five grand, you know. That, it would have been interesting how they would have handled it because, I mean, the last two years the top price was fifteen hundred, and yeah. there's now unless he's wearing a jersey again, you can't come anywhere near near that for. Yeah, I mean, like I mean, you start thinking. Of, I mean, what's a regular season? McDavid jersey right now you know you probably can't touch one of those for less than 10 15 grand right I mean it sounds is that am I, am I in the ballpark I, I honestly I haven't so. looked lately for him because I don't No, but I mean I, I think that's probably the number so the question is rookie year Connor Bedard I mean like you know to get one of those what are you what are you pulling out of your pocket I mean, that's just a crazy question. It'll be fun to watch. I mean, that was kind of what I was and, going with. And depending the, on how the Chicago does it, because yeah. they they do, they trickle out jerseys. I don't know that, like, even this this past year, that any have hit market unless they've auctioned them or somehow sold them in-house. They yeah. put out some random-ass ones in their store. Um, yeah. Again, I don't don't pay as much attention. Um, some of the, the Chicago guys can shoot me messages about this if they know more. Yeah. It's gonna but be interesting. They're very, there's no structure to theirs anymore. They oh. used to do a lot during the uh, the Hawks convention, and they've yeah. not had that since COVID. Right? COVID and I don't know. Okay. I don't believe there there wasn't one last year. I don't believe they may be done with that altogether. Very interesting question for this season, though. It would be fun to watch to see what one of those looks like. Um, so I, I'm pulling up my gray now, and I know this is consignment, but McDavid, um, 2016 jersey, first game back from injury, 75,000. Uh, his first game as captain, 75K. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. And then, let's see, the cheapest one, they have a 45K one. From sixteen seventeen with C and patches, and then a fifteen K one 
from the yeah. Global Series in 2018. So, Second period, one period wonder. One period, 15 year. 15 year. I'm yeah. crazy. I mean, that's gonna be it's it's gonna be would be fun to watch. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and I don't. I, think I, I hate ever. to say I'm glad he's not a blue, but I'm for the for the jersey part. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to try to figure that out someday. Well, and especially if this kid starts blowing away McDavid's numbers. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to sell a kidney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both and a heart. <laughs> but yeah, this would be interesting to watch. But again, because Chicago's got such a screwy, screwy system. way they do their jersey, their game yeah, stuff. Sure. Will they will they restructure that to start? Well, the demand for like their demand. Uh-oh. Not that their demand wasn't high before with guys like Taze and Kane and what have you. Yep. But like the 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 interest they're going to have in that stuff moving forward is going to be substantial. And it's a big money market. The collective. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Be crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'll be that piece will be fun to watch for sure. Um, to see one once they hit and what they go for. I agree. And how many he wears. Yeah. As you know, you know, first game there's going to be three to four anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to be a guy. Any milestone, any yeah, whatever. They're going to be pulling that kid in and out of jerseys like it's going out of style. Yeah. But hopefully, I mean, it looks like he's the real deal. It's going to be. I mean, I'm I'm interested to see how his game applies in the NHL. You know, it's always always a question. It's it's what they they're calling him a generational player. So yeah, I hope so. It's always but fun think, to see those guys. Yeah, you got any Michigan guys in the top ten looking to be drafted this year? Uh, Fantilli. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot he was from Michigan. Yeah, he, he'll, they say he'll go number two. Yeah, he'll go to Anaheim. Well, yeah. hopefully, get to see him play a few times this year. There you go. Nice. Very good. Very Assuming good. he doesn't stay at Michigan another year, which we'd yeah. love to see. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of any other, I guess, game worn or, or or that kind of news at the moment. It's it's quiet-ish. I mean, we still got playoffs going on. Um, say Carolina's moved on. The the uh, um, the teams that have already been knocked out. I don't. We'll see if what they're if they their jerseys aren't going to be matter much price wise because again they didn't make it out of the first round. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Kraken are still cracking at it right now. They're currently losing two to nothing at the end of the first to the Stars. Those would be some interesting stuff with like Rangers jerseys, you know, because <laughs> suddenly now, I mean, like here, Tarasenko didn't perform really anything spectacular for him. So does he get re-signed? Is he gone? You know, Kane, the same thing. I mean, realistically, I know they, they tried to say there's an injury there, but, you know, suddenly like, I can't see the Rangers putting a lot of investment in either of those two guys. So, you know, those guys, do they go back in the free agent pool for this off season and where do they land? You know, there's a lot of, a lot of questions there. Cause I mean, the Rangers got went hot. Yep. You know, went hot. And so, I mean, here, so did Toronto. I mean, Toronto right now is hanging on and they played a really good game last night, but um, you know, they, they put some expenditure out and they got that core four there. That at some point, you know, how do you keep that together? Well, and, um, this, and I guess the countdown is on is how long till the till the Rangers jerseys show up with fanatics and at what price? Now I think they did already. They released the end. Like I remember, because I get I get a thing from them. I have to dig through my phone. Actually, let me look. They had a cane already, a cane and a Tarasenko, at probably um, some stupid ass amount. Yeah, the prices. I remember looking at them, being like, "Holy cow." Um, Let's see. This is my um, this was a pre-sale round one jerseys. Patrick Kane was ten grand. Oh, Tarasenko come on. was five. Yeah. So I mean, like, so ter- Patrick Kane was ten grand, and, and the, to throw that out there, the Kreider was two grand. So like, Tarasenko was five. Adam Fox was five. Forty nine ninety nine are all these numbers. So I'm just rounding them up. Shashurkin was fifty four hundred. And see, um, I find I find like that him. That's a reasonable <laughs> price because of, yeah. of him playing good last year. Sure. Yeah, didn't do well this year. But one, if you're pre-ordering, I mean, you're you're kind of gambling there. Yeah, and I look, was, yeah. I look at Tarasenko France. numbers. Um, if he did it, any any points or goals, but yeah, that's sorry, that's not worth that kind of money. Even close. no, it's crazy. 
I mean, here, I mean, imagine the guy that paid 10 grand for that cane jersey thinking like, hey, we're going to make a run. You know, this is going to be this is going to be great. And now, like, chances are he's not re-signing with them. And I mean, like, although it's going to be a unique jersey, it's like it's definitely not a 10 grand jersey. Or, or take it the other direction is looking at the Kraken. Damn near everybody on the team scored a goal in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. So what a, yeah. You're doing better performance-wise with a Kraken jersey at, and, and I don't know what my gray was was offering the prices at, but at a much more reasonable price if you're a Kraken oh. fan. And and I think at last check, all but two guys on the team have scored a goal. There's only one guy on this list that was – or two guys that were – there was a couple guys. A couple guys less – the cheapest jersey was Ben Harper for six hundred. Jimmy Vesey was seven fifty, and then like Halak as their backup goalie was a grand. So I mean that's a you know pretty pricey run for a three you know at best three or four game jersey. I'll be curious how many if we see them hit uh, now that it's yeah. over hit the market. Yeah, they all end up on eBay, you know, yeah. um, through them. So. Um, Always interesting to see. I just thought you guys would get a kick out of that. And, uh, and again, companies can ask whatever they want. And, uh, and sure. as we see individuals, the same thing is ask, want to ask whatever. But you also have to understand the market. And if your team, you're, you're pre-pricing it at this and your team shit the bed, you're not going to get what you're hoping for. No, I mean, or if like, you paid that, good luck ever getting that out of it. I mean, here, like, I mean, I'm sure Paul sees that too out there. You know, the non-playoff years are you start to go on a little bit of a skid, you know, um, the interest from the casual collectors die down, you know, that, that, that people that die hard needing to get a hold of a Jersey goes away a little bit, you know, I mean, here, think about the blues. I mean, just this week alone, there's two finals jerseys I've seen pop up for sale, you know, in the different groups, you know, and, and up till, you know, we missed the playoffs this year and whatever, finals jersey was pretty untouchable you know for the blues right and to see two um and i think they were both blue ones weren't they They're both blue ones uh, I'm just uh, i'm gonna pitch it um i needed a white worn finals jersey from the st louis blues if there's one available please contact me directly i am very much looking for one to complete a collection um thank you very much i don't own any nor can i afford any but thank you very much. <laughs> that was my plug i have an issued i need a warren that was my that I'm using you right now, Doc, for a little hey, plug. You know what? If you get a warn and hopefully I can make a deal to get your issued and at least say you, I have a it would be available time. and so, you would be my we'll, first call. We'll we'll make it work. Yeah. Um, so and, and and I know we've jumped around here a little bit. Paul, any other final thoughts? Uh, I want to make sure we touch on this before we do anything else. Any other final thoughts on uh, the shark sale? Um only thing I sh probably should mention this year and last year were both one day sales. Normally in the past, there were two, day, two days. Some years, they were even three days. Wow. And what, what was interesting for the past years, you know, it, it, you know, 2021 was still COVID, but it was a two-day sale. I post the photos that day, and stuff, stuff starts showing up in the group, and I get a lot of requests. Can you find this? Can you find that? Whatever. This year, you know, after posting the photos, I started getting requests like, no, it's over. You know, it's a one day sale. It's um, yeah. sorry so about the timing this time. And and yeah. you were very graceful up front um, with, hey, here's the sale date. If you guys, if, if I think you put it out there for some people, if you're looking for something, email me here. So I have the email of and 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 you are extremely nice to do that. And, and I know a lot of the collectors even or people that need gear like myself out of town really appreciate that and it's and we all as collectors try to help people out i've had guy I'm, I'm talking to a guy in canada just on on blue stuff and that in general he's like hey if the equipment sale whenever it comes up if they happen to have this if you're able to pick it up i will gladly cover it okay i will i'll do my best um even when we went last year i had a couple requests i'm like if it's there i will do my best to get it and but you, yeah. you just don't know walking in the door what you're going to have and what you're not. I mean, our yeah. last year's sale was pretty disappointing. There was a handful of practice jerseys, and that's it as far as jerseys were concerned. Some goalie gear, some sticks, nothing, Very nothing light. at all on the on the used side. Because, and I noticed it happened again the other day, um, 
I, I, I hate knocking the team, but I know because it's a business thing at the end of the day, is one of the sideline swap companies bought a big load of stuff from the team again. Oh, really? Because there is reverse retro pants and stuff in there. Um, I don't think there's any gloves, but it is pants or and breezer covers, uh, helmets, new helmets, and sticks. Again, why the hell are you unloading that stuff when you could put it at the sale and let let the local guys get it? Now, do you think that's a, a do you think that's a situation where do you think that's a situation where somebody it, to me usually that's like a you know handshake deal between somebody who's friends with somebody. Um, so you know you almost have to wonder is that that a situation where you know somebody in the equipment room is friends with somebody somewhere else and you know it may be and i think some of it has to do with budget stuff is the the equipment guys get so much budget and if they can make a package deal to sell all this stuff at one time and get an influx of money to be able to to have their budget for the next one that's 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 my rough understanding talking to different people yeah and not just with st louis overall um that's kind of how how some teams operate not all um so i'm on there now looking so i, I do and again it's breezer covers aren't a huge huge massive popular thing i look for yeah. some of those stuff because i want to wear that newer design on the ice be it the reverse retro be it the 90s whatever and i'd rather buy it from the team because by the time it hits this other they've jacked the price up way higher than what what the team yeah, went through a couple hands yeah so i mean it is what it is and and these aren't these aren't collector pieces these are uh, uh, equipment to look like whatever the team's wearing now and and, there were, and our reverse retro stuff is cool too like like san jose so i i find that stuff sharp but i'd, I'd yeah. rather have it come directly from the from the team yeah uh, rather than the the built rather than the up upflow of price based upon it being right. through a couple hands yeah um trying to think of anything else i've seen i've been a little out of touch this week with juggling other things and not have be able to look around as much in the the open market or the different hidey holes for for jerseys or game worn stuff um i did see on it was reddit or somewhere um in one of like a um a thrift store i think it was a thrift store in canada somebody uh pulled a uh, either military or regular game worn jersey from a team for like 10 bucks wow I mean, set stamp the whole nine yards, um, and uh, um, see that you know, pop up occasionally. That's happens, insane. I guess, you know, yeah. people donate yeah. stuff, and and it shows up. Somebody, you know, somebody passes. Somebody yep. loses loses connection to the hobby, and you know, next thing you know, you're having a yard sale, and you know, whatever, or, yeah. or you know, it's crazy. But it I can had happen. a friend of mine out in California reach out. He was at a garage sale out there, and there's a Pure Riverman. Um, East Coast Hockey League jersey hanging up. Yeah. I have no idea. The the guy wasn't connected to Peoria or anything, but somehow acquired a jersey. It was uh, it was a spare. It was numbered, but had no no uh, name bar on it. But, yeah. Um, guy bought it off of him for like twenty bucks and sent it to me. I mean, Can't it's weird there. crap like that that pops up sometimes. So, sure. uh, Paul, you got any final thoughts this evening? Um, we were talking about other sales. I noticed that the Hockey Lodge, Minnesota Wild, they're doing their end of the season sale on May 15th through 20th. And that, I don't know if it's going to be new stuff, but they say it includes gloves and sticks used by Minnesota Wild players. So I don't know. If, and this is an in-person at the, at the Lodge for five at days? At the Lodge, okay. yes. Yeah. So I believe they do jerseys year-round there, right? Some. It's they, hit they and miss. It seems to be yeah. hit and miss anymore. They did do the auction with their reverse retros this year. I know that there was a, an auction site that they did this. We talked about it on here, I believe. Yeah. yeah we went through the descriptions on them. Yeah. yeah. And, and those went for, I, I backed away from the one I wanted. You know, they're starting to get up there and pricey and had other sales to worry about. But yeah, no, this one's just, it's not a full equipment sale, I guess, but they will have gloves and sticks. Among other I mean, hey, that's, that's helpful. And, and I'll try to keep on some more. And of course we're, we're trying to uh, figure out when the blues dates are so we can hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. Um, I look forward to spending the night under the stars in downtown St. Louis with you again. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or, or early in the morning. Cause the last time we went uh, the, the night before 
in this night before in the early morning, St. Louis had severe flooding throughout the city. Yeah. We were worried if we'd be able to get to the arena the way it, things were flooding out, but <laughs> we, we made it. it. Yes. Um, it was hot. Remember, remember how hot it got then? Oh, God. It wasn't even hot out, but yes. it got really humid because it rained and like there was, it was just moisture everywhere. And if you're not from St. Louis or haven't been to St. Louis, the humidity here is incredible. And then if it rains like that and then the sun comes out, oh my God, watch It's out. a sauna outside. <laughs> and then we're, we're like this. I think we talked about this after the sale too. We're like the Zapruder film people is the blues media will do like a running, uh, like a fast walk through the concourse. And they'll post it to their social media, and then we find it once they post it. We'll basically step second by second, frame by frame of the video to see if we can exactly. like, equipment we can see in the shots. Uh, we, we have uh, fun though. Oh God! Well, I mean, you got nothing else to do outside. A bunch of us all pulled our phone out. Okay, what do you see? Where did you get the video to stop? It's it's fun. Again, it's what makes, especially these yeah. equipment sales. And and I know they're Red Wings. Uh, in the past, when they've done theirs, where the guys are staying out there all night long, the stories and the stuff that comes out of the different team sales, right. where you're, where you're, yeah, spending the night outside and multiple nights for some people. Yes, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> uh, Wade, do you got anything else before we get out of here? You know, I, I, I kind of wanted to do it right at the beginning. I just wanted to compliment you on the the one with um, the the. I'm just your Chad O'Neill. Chad, yeah. I mean, I'm uh, friends with Chad. Yep, I just forgot probably. his name. Sorry, Chad. The, the one with Chad was really spectacular. I think that was a neat insight into um, – I think it was a neat insight into, like, what those guys think about – because it was funny. Some of the stuff we think about, he had, like, no no clue on. And then there's other stuff that they, they think way differently. You know, it was, but, but you handled it really well. I just really wanted to compliment you on it. Um, it was really a, a fun one and um, very informative. And I think that, you know, it's neat as, as our, it seems like the audience for this is growing that we've discussed ahead of time. I think it's really cool the way, the way it is growing and um, it's fun. And I also wanted to compliment you on your shirt tonight. I mean, oh, like thank you. Um, you can't see all of it, but um, it's a, uh, and, and I'm not being sponsored by this company, anything. I just have started getting a lot of their shirts company called Roosevelt. Um, yeah. They do. Uh, they have a lot of deals with, TV, movies, things like that. This is a, an older design, but this is... You look uh, like a movie star. There's no good uh, around. It's actually a movie star on it, if I can find him. <laughs> this is, it's from uh, Ace Ventura, when he's oh. looking for the bird. Yeah. Uh, you can see it's yeah. hiding behind the microphone here. No, you look uh, great. But yeah, I have two different Ace Ventura ones. I have Star Wars and Ghostbusters. I mean, it, these things are, are obnoxious. They're, but they're I smell so a cool. sponsorship in your future. You know what? I honestly, I'd love one. A friend of mine, actually, who's a Disney vlogger, is sponsored by them, and he he sent me my very first shirt, got me hooked, and now I think I'm eighteen or twenty shirts in. I uh, love it. I just wanted yeah. to, yeah, just wanted I to. I'd leave it on. I want it wore it to my kids' piano recital tonight. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna leave. I'm not switching to a hockey shirt. I like it. I'm trying to actually because you can submit like ideas. I'm trying to do. Or trying to get them to do some kind of hockey one. They did release the other day uh, for some of those our, our cross uh, sports people some Happy Gilmore designs. Nice. So there's a little bit of hockey on there, and he's got his Boston jersey on, and there, and um, some other pieces like that on there. And uh, you've even got a Bob Barker design one, the whole bit. So wow, yeah, awesome. again, not sponsoring the podcast, not sponsoring me or anything. I just happen to have. Yeah. I, I just I love the company. They do great stuff. And, and they're a lot of fun. Um, the other thing to remind everybody too is yes, these are on YouTube, but they are also on every uh, podcast platform pretty much out there. I've even added them to a few other ones recently. And thank you um, between the, and I know everybody doesn't want to, doesn't like, because we don't always show stuff. I mean, it's unless you really want to stare at the three of us the entire time you're watching this, there's not always stuff to show. The audio works just as well. Go listen to it somehow. Um, I, I looked at our counts across all the platforms and were just under 600 listens for the entire thing so far, which doesn't sound like a lot, but for a niche podcast is awesome. Uh, I'm very, uh, you guys help a ton with this and I appreciate it. And all the other people that have come on and, and again, it's, it's not a one man show. We messaged during the week saying, Hey, what do you want to talk about? Are you available? We want to do this. Or what do you think about this? And, and I'm planning on trying to get more people on, um, 
I know Paul, I need to get back to you on a few Wade, you and I've talked to uh, about getting a couple people as I want to bring more equipment guys. I I'm going to try to even find some other, um, pro level guys that collect their stuff and, yeah. and get them on. Um, cause it's, it is, it's fun getting the insight from different people or, or how they view it. And, yeah. and, uh, I'm even want to reach out to some of the teams to talk about their stuff. I know, um, I'd love to, to, to have uh, Migre on eventually talk about their stuff because yeah, we, we know who Migre is. We know what they do, but you know what? It doesn't have to be just, Oh yeah, we sell jerseys. This let's, let's tell some of the, the backstories or the weird, okay, we got this shipment of jerseys in and there was this weird stuff with it or whatever. It's, it's, it's all hobby. It's, it's the fun that we continue to have with this. And, and again, you guys are are awesome to help me with this. And, and it's, it's never a one man show. Even, even if I'm doing one-on-one interviews, you guys are still involved one way or the other. So I I think it was well. well. So it's fun. Yes. Yes, it is. Thank you. Know you. And, and when we get tired of doing it, then we'll stop, but it's, it's fun. It, it makes it enjoyable. And, and, uh, it's, it's, uh, some weeks juggling like tonight had a piano recital, had to time things out, but you know what? It's, it's going to make it work. Fun. Yes, ex- exactly. Well, gentlemen, right. thank you. Another, uh, another episode, of the book, I believe this is episode 19. Wow. So, so we're almost, almost to 20. I mean, I thought we were big when we hit number 10. So uh, we'll get get this one up uploaded and start planning for the next one. Night, guys. Gentlemen, you have a great one. We'll talk to you soon.